you're not going to know all the answers right away, but you will get that clarity once you start the process. And it's really interesting how once you start, you know, and you start building that momentum, like the right people, the right opportunities, they continue to come your way. So my advice is just start. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Fent Show. You just listened to a glimpse of my chat with my dear friend, Takesha Harvey, founder of Canna Curious Magazine, an inclusive digital magazine for the modern woman. Without further ado, let's start the episode. Hello, Keisha. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Tiana. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. We had you previously on episode eight, and I'm so proud to watch you evolved. And today we, ha we will talk about your new venture. But before we dive in, for those that don't know you, tell us a little bit about you and your background. Sure. So my name is Takesha Harvey. I worked for 16 years in marketing and branding in a corporate environment. And in the last three years, I've been uh, switched to the entrepreneurial side where I've been working as a marketing consulting help consultant helping businesses build brand strategies and marketing campaigns. And most recently, I have launched a digital magazine for women who are interested in learning more about cannabis and CBD called Canna Curious. Yes, I'm so excited for that launch that uh, just happened less than a month ago. And tell us a little bit how, how did the launch go now, you know, during this pandemic? Yeah, it's a crazy story how we even came up with the idea to launch a, a digital magazine. It really, I worked with two other ladies at a co-working space and we really enjoyed each other's company and we had different talents. We we're like, how can we kind of combine forces to work together? And one lady was a writer, one's a graphic designer, and I'm, I know marketing and branding. And I also was working in the cannabis space. And we said, okay, how about we put out a product out there for women specifically targeting women who are interested in cannabis and CBD, but don't really know where to get started. And we said, we can come up with an idea where we can include, we can include relatable stories, fact-based content, and uh, really verified products so that people have one place to go to, to really get educated and informed so that they can make decisions on their own. And we started this process literally in May and we launched in September. So it was a quick, <laughs> a quick, uh, you know, from concept to actual execution. And we're really excited. We're getting really good feedback on, on, on the magazine. Um, it's generating a lot of interest and which is really great. And so it's, it was great to see that we actually were able to accomplish this in such a short amount of time. And especially during the, you know, the pandemic. Wow. Yes. So it is amazing that you launched this during the pandemic, but I guess it was, uh, it was it easier because it is a digital magazine. I mean, I think basically, you know, that at least it, it allowed us to keep the cost down because we didn't have to worry about printing and distribution. So we're starting it with, uh, a di as a digital magazine with the goal to perhaps print at least in their, in their first year, one annual print issue, but It, it definitely still took all of the work in terms of getting the content, um, hiring writers to help with the content, and also like hiring someone to help build out the website as well as the uh, to help design the magazine. And so we did have some support along the way, but 
doing it digitally definitely helped us to keep the cost down so that we can actually get it executed. Fantastic. And you mentioned that you worked with cannabis before. So what has been your experience with cannabis and how has it helped you personally? So it's interesting because I really was not, I'd, I'd never um, smoked weed <laughs> before. Um, and I just recently was hearing a lot more about CBD and how CBD was, uh, it didn't get you high. And I was uh, working with a consumer insights um, company that actually focused on cannabis consumers. And it was throughout that process that I actually started to understand that people were using this plant, not as a, not just as a, a way to get high, but also as a way to get well. There's so many properties, uh, healing properties that are a part of the plant. And so through working with the consumer insights company, I started to really just change the stigma in my own head around the plant. And so I started off using CBD And I remember trying it for the first time. I had some carpal tunnel in my wrist. And I was like, well, let me just see if this works. Because what people were telling me is that you don't feel any effect. What you do feel is less pain. Uh, and so I tried it for a couple days. And I did realize like, oh, the pain was definitely decreased. And then I stopped. And then I saw the pain came back. And so I tried it again for a few more days. And again, the pain went away. So I became a believer in, in CBD. And then you know, transitioning even onto the THC side, so marijuana side, working with uh, a dispensary chain in Denver, that was my first time going into a dispensary. And I, I, I had such trepidation about going because I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, this is, this is just different and it's legal, you know, for recreational use in Denver. So it wasn't a big deal to everyone else. But to me, I was like, wow, this is, you know, I'm actually going in here and buying weed legally. And so the first thing I tried was a gummy, which is a, a natural way for people to kind of start the process, uh, if you will, um, because a lot of people have aversions to smoking, myself included. So just having, you know, a gummy and then understanding and seeing what the effects were, I pr it primarily makes me tired and, and more relaxed. So I use it for sleep and it worked really well. And I woke up and I didn't, I wasn't groggy and I didn't feel like I had this kind of hangover feel. And so, you know, me experiencing it for myself and kind of confronting the stigma head on helped me feel like, oh, okay, this is not what I, what I grew up thinking it was, you know? And that's kind of why we created this magazine so that people, uh, women in particular, can feel like there's an, there are alternative sources out there and we just want you to be informed so then you can see what works for you. Okay. And what is so far your favorite way to consume it? I definitely would say edibles are, are still probably my favorite way. It's because, again, like I said, I use it for sleep and, and usually it takes a little bit longer for you to feel the effect. However, the effects last a little bit longer, so which helps for me for sleep. So, you know, the effects last a little bit longer. So while I'm asleep, I basically can stay asleep. Um, and usually with an edible product, you may feel more of a body feel more so than a head high, which is usually what you will get when you smoke. And so the edible is kind of my, one of my go-to. I also like a topical CBD cream. So I have a herniated disc in my back and sometimes it acts up and I will just use the topical cream on my back and I will have, uh, my healing time is, is reduced significantly. I really need to use that CBD cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so for 
those of us, and I include myself in this, that don't know, uh, you know, the ins and outs of cannabis and marijuana, what is actually the difference between those two uh, as a plant? Yeah, so this is the part where it is super confusing to people. And I, you know, myself having worked in, in the cannabis industry for the past two years, it still can be confusing. So what I like to think of, think about it is this, the cannabis plant is like the mother plant. And then derived from the cannabis plant, you can get a hemp plant, plant which is the hemp is classified as having less than 0.3% THC. So THC is the cannabinoid that actually produces the psychoactive effect. That's what people think of when they think of weed. There are hundreds of cannabinoids within each plant, right? CBD is one of them. So in the hemp plant, that is the one that, that where most of the CBD comes from. It doesn't have the psychoactive effect, again. And then the marijuana plant, again, same family, same cannabis family, but just a different different strain, a different gene, a brother, if you will. That is the one that has the TH, the higher THC levels. Again, then THC is the, com- the cannabinoid that actually causes a psychoactive effect. And so the difference between the two is, you know, again, one causes a psychoactive effect. One really doesn't give you a high. I will say with CBD, what you do get is, a calm, if you will, calming effect. And CBD right now from the hemp plant is federally legal. So in 2018, the farm bill passed making industrial hemp uh, legal throughout all of the 50 states. Okay. So if I heard this right, CBD is legal, but THC is not legal in all of the states? Yes. So to the THC, marijuana is only legal. It's legal in 33 states medically. So you can have a medical marijuana card. Um, and it's legal in 11 states recreationally. So uh, you don't have to have a card. You can just go into a dispensary if you're over uh, the age of 18, I believe, and purchase uh, legal marijuana in those states. But being that it's only legal in certain states and not federally legal, you're not supposed to transport it across state lines. So if I'm in Denver, I have to consume it in Denver, in, in Colorado, in the state of Colorado. If I'm in California, I have to consume it. I couldn't go purchase it in California and take it to, you know, let's say Utah. <laughs> I see. And what, and, and since you launched this magazine, what have been like the most common questions or misconceptions that people have asked you regarding the the magazine or just marijuana itself? Well, I'd say in, in terms of like, you know, marijuana, cannabis, the same question you just asked, people wanting to understand the difference between the two. And then also CBD is a trending, CBD is the coconut oil of 2020. I mean, it, there's thousands of products and, and, and hundreds and hundreds of brands and people still don't understand that CBD does not make you high. So that's usually, you know, that's something that we've been um, being explicit with because again, people, it, it's going to take some time to understand the difference between the two, um, the two plant families, if you will. And and understanding which one gives you which effect. And so that's definitely been the, the number one question. Um, the number, the second question that we get since launching the magazine, we have Eva Marcel as the cover. It, it's been like, how did you get her as the cover? <laughs> that's been like the, the other interesting question that we've gotten um, regarding the magazine. But yeah, and, and, and again, this is something that we're going to continue to reiterate is explaining the differences between um, you know, marijuana and CBD and not stigmatizing either of them. It's just basically you can make the decision for what works for you. 
based on what uh, the past research, some people, if they have need a lot of pain relief, they need to have a blend of, of a product that has, you know, some level of THC in it, as well as some level of CBD. Uh, so it's not, sometimes they, they need, um, especially particular people who are dealing with cancer and the in cancer treatment, the pain levels, they typically may want something that has more THC in it. So again, not, not demonizing one or versus the other, but just giving people the information so that they can decide for themselves. And does the magazine cater to recreational use as well as wellness? Yeah, I think that, so when people think of recreational use, they think of, oh, I just want to get high. And I'm, it's kind of like, I, I think of it also, as, or I would compare it to drinking alcohol, right? So if you have wine, wine gives you an altering effect. Um, but you don't usually just say, I want to go get drunk. You usually, it's like, I want to have wine because it relaxes me. It chills me out. It takes the edge off. And the same with, I think, recreational um, marijuana. It, that's usually the top reasons that people are using it as well, to take the edge off, to relax. Um, and then socially, it helps them to be to uh, reduce anxiety, social anxiety, if you will. So in our magazine, we don't, we're, not, we're trying to cater to all of the uses of how people can use these products. So it's not just medically or wellness focused, because again, recreational is a part of wellness, right? Like being happy is part of being well. Yes, I agree. And I am actually a consumer of CBD and I completely agree with you uh, for pain. And like you said, happiness is part of wellness and it just, you know, makes me feel better. Yeah. I really love that. Yeah. And we want women to feel like they can say that and not feel stigmatized or, you know, judged. For that, you know, I keep again. I liken it to wine. No one's judging you for drinking wine. <laughs> so this is just this is literally a plant. So it's it's a new industry and a new, you know, we're overcoming these hurdles of these past stigma with the plant, and so that's where we're trying to be a force to help overcome that hurdle for people. I love that. And talking about hurdles. What obstacles uh, stood in your way and also of your team when launching this digital magazine? Well, we, the three of us had, like my, my business partners, they had worked on magazines prior, but none of us had worked on a digital magazine. And so really just doing a lot of investigation and research around what platforms to use, you know, the user experience, which is something we're, we're continuing to tweak. I mean, I think it's just, it was just literally building, I always use the analogy, we were like building the plane as we flew it. So we're finding out things along the way as we're continuing to move forward because every, the path wasn't super clear for us. But the, the good thing was that every time, you know, the answers are out there. Every time we, we came to a roadblock, you know, I would ask someone who maybe had some insight into a specific area, you know, email marketing to get the word out, uh, social media marketing to help, you know, increase our audience. And those answers are all out there. So it's even though we didn't know everything at the time where we started, literally, you know, Google is your friend. And then also use, using our network helped tremendously for people pointing us um, to other experts that could help us. For those that, for example, want to start their own digital magazine as well, how do you monetize a digital magazine? Is it the same business model as the print magazine? Yeah, I think that that is definitely it, it is uh, similar in terms of, yes, you're going to uh, build an audience and have an audience and then sell advertising. And that advertising can go within the magazine. 
um, as well as, you know, on other your social media sites or your publicate your website, your publication site. So there's various opportunities. A lot of other digital uh, magazines also have shops. You know, we haven't launched that yet, but you can have a shop where either you're selling your own products or featuring other products or even selling like your own branded products. So we we may not be selling CBD, but our plan is to to launch some kind of curious merchandise, if you will. That's our immediate plan to to help monetize. But advertising is still going to be probably the largest chunk of revenue. I see. And also, I want to ask the same question that you said you always get. How did you get her undercover? Oh, yeah. Literally, we just we reached out. Um, I knew she had a CBD brand called CVAD. And we literally just reached out. And it, it was like perfect timing because we were launching in September. September was her one year anniversary. And we got in touch with her business manager for the brand. And he thought it was a great idea. And, you know, that's exactly, we reached out, we got an interview, um, we got some images and, you know, from our designer, you know, took those images and made them even more special. And it was, it, to me, it just seemed like it just fit with, that we were perfectly aligned, you know, what she was trying to do, what we were trying to do, who we are targeting, because our target is that 30 something, our core target is a 30 something year old woman who is, is balancing life and adulting. <laughs> And so it just seemed to align really nicely and they responded and that, the rest is history. Yes. Oh, so for those that don't know who we're talking about, could you give them a little bit of more information about Eva? Yeah. So Eva Marcel was on um, America's Next Top Model. And then she also has been on The Real Housewives of, of Atlanta. And she's, she also has an acting career. She was on a couple TV shows as well. Yes, and she's on the cover, and it looks amazing. And I know that this is a podcast, but the magazine is just beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, thank you. And <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So, for those that don't know, you know every detail about this. Could you tell them more? You know, how is this a monthly digital magazine? Is it how can you get the magazine? Because we didn't mention that this was free. Yes. So our plan, <laughs> like when we launched it, so. I'll, I'll take one step back. So when we launched this, we were like, there's nothing really out there that is catering to women who are newbies, who are kind of curious. And we define kind of curious as open-minded, contemporary, and eager to learn about cannabis. And there wasn't really any publication that was specifically addressing that newbie, that newbie he, who needs you know, to have their, their hand held along the way and ex- things explained to them. And so that was kind of the building block that we started with. And then we said, okay, we want to create something that is beautiful, like just eye-catching and design-wise like drew you in. And that also, again, did not exist. So combining those two elements, that was kind of our starting point. And then, and then we said, because this doesn't exist, instead of trying to explain it to people in terms of brands, in terms of getting you know, paid advertising, we said, let's just put out the first one for free. And so when people see it, we have something essentially to sell from. They'll see the beautiful design. They'll have the, instead of a concept, they'll actually have the full magazine. And right now the, the thought is to publish three times a year with one print issues and one print issue in, in April around 420. And maybe we can do a, a special bundle, but like a coffee table piece or something really special and nice that people will want to have. The goal is right now to keep it free. But maybe based on the initial 
feedback we've gotten, some people actually do want it printed. So we can explore for the next issue, which will be in January, you know, if there's a print option, so that a paid print option. But we like the idea of just launching it for free to build our audience and, you know, give some people something to react to. And then we can monetize or come up with the best monetization strategy for the for future issues. Wonderful. And I am one of those that will want for, <laughs> you know, in my hands. <laughs> yes, thank you. I mean, it's it, it actually I'm I'm blown away at how much people really like have dived into the content, but also the feedback has been there's so much content here. I wish I could just have this so I can just pick it up and put it down when I want and also just the beautiful design. It's really nice to look at. <laughs> So that that feedback has been great. And, you know, like I said, building the plane and flying it at the same time as, you know, any business venture usually comes to comes to be. We we are taking all the feedback and, you know, editing along the way to see what's the best next step forward. I am so excited for that print issue. You have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, Keisha, this has been an amazing conversation. But before we go, uh, what would you say to any young lady out there that wants to start a business but just hasn't taken the leap? Yeah, that's a great question. And I would say literally just start. You're not going to know all the answers right away, but you will get that clarity once you start the process. And when we started Can a Curious Magazine, I was connected with someone who worked in, in PR for a, a cannabis brand, and she actually was transitioning to doing her own YouTube cooking channel. And, you know, so she had some experience in the, in the space and she was just telling me, she's like, we all have to start somewhere. And I, that advice just really resonated with me because literally we all have to start somewhere. Even if you're an Olympic athlete, you had to start practicing one day. And so I kind of hold that advice to help keep me going. And it's really interesting how once you start you know, and you start building that momentum, like the right people, the right opportunities, they continue to come your way. So my advice is just start. Thank you. I completely agree with you. And yeah, so you, you heard it, ladies, just start. And I can't wait to have you one day as a guest, as I have Keisha here. And Keisha, uh, this was an amazing conversation, but we also want the audience to know how they can get the magazine and how can they connect with you on the internet. Yes. Uh, so follow us at canacuriousmag.com. That's where you can see the magazine. That's also our website where we post blog articles uh, monthly. And then also on all the socials, we are at canacuriousmag at, on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Pinterest. Fabulous. And yes, get the magazine. It's a beautiful, beautiful design magazine. Keisha, thank you so much for being here. This has been a pleasure to have you back on the podcast. And I can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you. Hey there. Thank you for listening all the way through the end of this conversation. To check out the show notes, visit fansmedia.co. And if you love this episode, please leave a review and share it with your friends and family. A little support goes a long way. I'm Diana Lopez, your host of Fent Show, the platform I created to elevate female entrepreneurs. Again, thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode. Cheers. Cheers.